Hello, 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 and welcome to the 62nd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Sean, and first off, Happy New Year to everyone. We made it through 2020. We're in 2021. That's a great thing. So, we have some very exciting things planned for the new year. And we're going to get to the table because this is a doozy of an episode. But before we do that, we have to give shout outs to our new patrons. We have three new patrons to our Patreon, and I just have to thank them right away. They've been sitting here for a little bit, and it took me a little bit of time to figure out how to generate the list, but I did. So, I have to thank Doombeard for supporting us, Jeremy for supporting us, and David for supporting us. Yes, that's three new patrons to our Patreon who are helping us keep the lights on here at Crack Die headquarters. And we can't thank you enough. Now, with that being said, we need to head to the table right away to get everyone ready for this new year. With again, I'm going to say it again with this doozy of an episode. Welcome to the 62nd episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Woohoo! Hooray! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. You guys seem so excited to be here. Well, we're yet again in mid combat. Real rough situation. (laughs) I'm very worried about that dinosaur. Well, yes, he only has three hit points left. That's because you had a kobold throw a bomb at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I think this is like the first fight where we like soundly had our asses handed to us. That's true. Like really yeah. badly. Barely escaped with our lives. It's because I wasn't there. I mean, yes. True. <laughs> you weren't here? <gasps> Matthew! Oh! Well, I mean, you, you, you know still what? missed a bunch of attacks, so it's like you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Did I did I actually hit um what's it called uh Divine oh Lance? My God. Or divine not light? Divine Lance. Searing light. light. Did I hit Searing Light? Uh I don't think I rolled Searing Light, but I did roll a couple of Divine Lances and they missed. So it, it, it was the same. Yeah, it's, it's like I was there. I, I I figured something out a couple of weeks ago that was very embarrassing. Oh no. Uh-oh. And it Uh-oh. was that remember how Back in real life, when we had real like connection with people and, and met in person, I rolled so badly that everyone like really felt bad for how terrible I was. And then uh-huh. we moved online and I was all of a sudden like pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not, not like horrible, not like a horrible character that was terrible. I realized that eventually that there were different buttons for first second and third attacks oh. <laughs> so you were just first attacking three times in a row yep <laughs> that well, will that certainly of... make your averages go up Absolutely. 
And I realized this, like, you know, probably like seven or eight sessions ago and was like, oh, there's, oh. <laughs> and then when I started doing it correctly, the numbers went right back down. <laughs> <laughs> For a brief period, uh, Pond Watcher was very proficient. Unfucking stoppable. <laughs> Oh, well, that's great. So let's just do a real quick recap. Previously on the Cracked Die podcast. All heroes continued to fight the Churika and Boggards. Temid, missing heels left and right, was unable to help his group. All heroes found themselves in a precarious situation, but managed to survive. There's now a kobold running at them, along with some easier-looking Churika. Will our heroes be able to defeat the Churika? Is this the kobold they're looking for? Find out the answers to these questions and more on this episode of The Correct Die Podcast. With that, Brianna, it is your turn. Um, so since there's a misunderstanding happening, and I really, really don't want Denver the dinosaur to die, she's going to say to her friends, keep going towards the tree line. And she will take several steps just out of the fog so the kobolds, and yes, I'm sure the, the baddies can see her. She will try and wave them and be like, no, do not hit the dinosaur. We're here to save you. Come run at me. Come on, let's go. Do I need to roll something? I don't think I diplomacy or, or something to kind of... Yeah, why not? Let's, sure. It's a game. What? You know. This is not a game. <laughs> this is life. Anyway... <laughs> Go ahead and give me a either diplomacy or intimidation, depending on what you're trying to do. Um, definitely diplomacy, I think. How's a 23? 23 versus their will DC. All right. So you yell. Mm -hmm. uh, the kobold looks at you. So you moved, you yelled. I know you're not really supposed to use diplomacy in combat. Oh, whoops. Because it takes a minute, but... Well, we'll say it takes you two actions to yell that. Then in that case, I think it would be, that would be my turn since I've moved and, and done my yell. All right. So, yep. Uh, Denver is running towards Twin Talon like he was commanded mm -hmm. to. I'm uh, with trampled. all, with no, all, <laughs> unabandoned, just <laughs> completely, you know, scared. I did roll a natural 20 on my nature did. check. Absolutely. So let's see. I need to pull up Denver's stats. Uh, 30 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Around Brianna. Aww. But he is just going to move straight into the fog, into the fog towards the tree line. So, Sean, so Soraya, I have a question. Yes. In first edition Pathfinder, and I don't know if you know the end of this, but in first edition Pathfinder, if you were two size categories different than another creature, you could freely just move into their space. Yes. So that is still the same. So Denver is huge compared to Brianna. So it could just walk yes. straight over her, or any of us really, if it wanted to. Yep. So it, it's just going to walk over Soraya. It's not trying to trample. So. Mm -hmm. It's moving towards you guys. And now it is next to you, Twin Talon. Okay. The Boggard is going... The Boggards by the bed are just going to stay at the bed. <laughs> Not do anything. They're aiming their crossbows at you. Temmit. Still lying down. You are up. 
No, these are the boggards that are in front of the bed. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Anwar did not mean to interrupt. I just had a very funny mental image of boggards propped up with one, you know, one elbow up and and a crossbow in the other hand. But anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh, Temit looks around and he wants to see. Well, actually, more like Anmar wants to see who, how injured people are, uh, and is there anyone nearby? I believe I have one heal spell left, and I and I want to try to get get that off. Uh, but who needs it the most? Did I see anyone well, get hit really hard besides Big Dino Buddy? Uh, Pond Watcher is pretty low. You saw Twin Talon actually drop, okay, and get back up, and then you're pretty hurt yourselves. Oh, that's the other thing. I forgot. The reason why Temid was unable to heal so well was because he's deaf. Oh, that's right. Wait, what? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So every spell you need to make a flat check, and Sean just rolled like poop for all of your flat checks. (laughs) Real bad. Real, real bad. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a 5% chance, and he rolled it like four times in a row or something. And there was was many points where you could have saved all of our lives, and it was just, you're too deaf. So anytime you go to cast, you must make a DC5 flat check or you lose your actions oh, and the spell. That's wonderful. What caused uh, that again? Uh, one of the um, one of the Churika. I think uh, I think they drew it was either a crit miss or a Churika that that definitely Tamid. Also, if you're targeting anyone in the smoke directly, it is a DC5 flat check to hit them. Which is the only reason I'm still alive. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of information. And I'm very worried. We had a bad time without you. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I was knocked down to the negatives for the first time in this entire campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then they missed on concealment. Because I think it was a crit, actually. Yeah. I went from like 45 hit points to like negative 15 or something. It was, it was wild. Oh, man. Okay. So, he's going to take this opportunity to cast his heal spell. Um, since he can't really see anybody, he just grabs onto his his little pendant that looks like a, a mug. And he first, I, I roll a d20 and hopefully get greater than a 5. No, I don't! <laughs> I, I was just glossing over that like it was going to... You know, like, I was definitely going to get it. And I... And, do I? I don't even. Oh, wait, I have a, a thing. A, um, yep. You have a hero point. Yes, and I will use do. it because this is absurd. Okay. Yes. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend like that didn't happen. So, anyways, I'm going to roll that mm-hmm. d20 because it's definitely going to be a five or greater, right? Whoa. There we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> that was almost a three. That was almost a three. So, on my screen, nice. it hovered on the three for like a second. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> It's going to be 5d8. Uh, no, I'm sorry, 4d8. And we'll see. You know, hopefully everybody uh, everybody within range will get it. So that's going to be myself, Dino Buddy, Twin Talon, Pond Watcher, and Soraya. Unfortunately, Brianna, you're not. Uh, you're 10 feet outside of the ring. No worries. Don't you have the thing where you roll d10s instead of d8s? You are correct. I, I do. And I was just going to say that. Yeah, I was, definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
All right. So, uh, it's not not the best, not the worst. It's a pretty average. No, actually, no. It's a very unaverage roll. It's very low. 14. It would be more average if they were d eights. Yes. Yeah. That's why my <laughs> where my thought was initially. But uh, yeah. So, uh, fourteen hit points total for everybody that I just named. Thank you. So you're feeling a little bit better, but you do have one d four bleed going on as well. Wait, I do. Yep. Gosh darn it. What? Only one point of bleed All damage. Right. So I'm down to 44. Yep, make a DC 15 flat check, and we'll see if that bleed continues or if it stops. Oh, I should probably do that too, shouldn't I? Oh, yes, you should. 12! 12, so I it's... guess it continues. Yep, and Brianna, you are taking two points of bleed damage. Okay. So all that alcohol is causing his blood to not clot properly, <laughs> and he's, so he's really thinned it out. Woof. Oh! What's the DC? 15. 15. Ah, oh, so close. 14. Oh. All right, maybe next time. <laughs> uh, so that was your three action heal, right? Yes, that was my three action heal, yeah. Bird, uh, radius burst. So I'm done for my, my turn. All right, Twin Talon, you're up. All right, Sean. So when we met those kobolds 30 episodes ago, they told us the name of their clan. And Matthew does not remember what the crap they said. <laughs> it was like the s- stone scales or... Ooh, actually, you are very close. It is the thorn scales. Thorn Good scale. Good job. Nice. So uh, Twin Talon is going to yell out to the kobold, like from the fog. The thorn scales sent us. Come, come with us if you want to live. Um <laughs> And then for his next action, he's going to make a nature check to see if he can't get the dinosaur to just move further into the woods, not just come to him, but continue to retreat. All right. Uh, 23 versus its will DC. Well, we will wait and see what happens. And then for my third action, I don't know. What is that condition that's on me, Sean? The little... Poisoned. But what does that do? Oh, you're taking... uh, I'm sorry. You're not poisoned. You have acid on you. So you're taking 1d6 acid damage. Can I take an action to stop taking that <laughs> or give myself like a flat uh, check, I think? Yeah. So you can shake it off, shake it off uh, mm-hmm. by trying to remove the acid on your body, which will give you an immediate DC 15 flat check. Okay. So that's what my third action is. Although my first action was really just to talk, but he will uh, try to, to do that. It's just a flat check. Yep. I'll say since you're wiping it off, you get a plus two. Two. So mm-hmm. four is not going to be quite enough. Um, nope. Can I do that more than once a round? I believe you can, as long as you spend an action. Okay, so my first action was to command the dinosaur. My second action was to try to get the acid off, but I clearly just got it on my hands and into my eyes like I was eating hot wings and rubbed my eye. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. Everybody knows what That's I'm talking about. Fun. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's not fun. Um, and I'm going to try again. <laughs> just lick my fingers. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 13, so not 15. All right. And then I take some damage. Yep, you're going to take four points of damage, Woof. and then you get to try one more time. Come on. I was one point away from totally healed. And that is that is one of the things that stops yeah. bleed and stuff. <sighs> Come on. Three. <gasps> mm. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> Good turn. Good turn. Boggards are leveling their crossbows at you and kind of looking at the kobold on what to do. Soraya, Ms. Healthy Pants. (laughs) Thank you very much. 
Um, oof, okay, since Twin Talon is... Is that... That's seven, right? This is Twin right next to me on the dinosaur? Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, she's gonna take a step towards you, uh, and then hand you... Or force feed you. She's just gonna, like, stick it in, like, the... the end of the bottle in your mouth, uh, an elixir of life. Okay. Well, the, he has acid. He's not bleeding. Okay, well then uh, I will try and help him clear the acid. Okay. Because I think that, that, I think that also immediate... gives him an immediate check. Yep, it gives him an immediate check with a plus two. If I'm an alchemist, is that bonus so plus two is really what they recommend. They being Paizo recommends as like the best option you can give someone. So I rolled a 10. Well, the plus two is 12, which is not 15. Well, I'm going to keep doing it's it. still on. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> your third and final action is to try and... I'm just trying to help my friend. <laughs> what are you doing? No, no, don't do <gasps> just, just imagining her this whole time. Yes! Natural 20 oh, plus 2 yeah. is 22. 20. Nice. Good job. All right. Matt. So the acid <laughs> is now off of you, but it's on Soraya. No, I'm kidding. I'm, not, uh, I'm just covered in baking soda for whatever reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or no, you're just soaked in vinegar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. I look like I just came from a Wall Street party in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Honey. Hey. <laughs> That's how you deal with acid. You put bases. Uh-huh. It's true. Yep. Or baking soda. You drop the base. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Finally, the kobold looks at you, looks at the boggards, and yells something in Mwangi. Called? Which. <laughs> Mwangi. Yeah. Which Twin Talon actually understands. I do. And you hear her tell them to stand guard of the prisoners. She will deal with these interlopers. And which she will then move forward her blazing fast speed. Second action will be to move directly up to Brianna and say, and you hear her whisper, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> and you, you got it. <laughs> and then she attacks you, but not really. You see her, like, throw, like, a stage punch at you. Got it. Pond Watcher, you are up. Yes. Well, I have moved all the way to the edge of the jungle here. I am going to continue my movement to about, yay, move about 20 feet south as my friends flee the smoke. And I am going to hold an action to fire my longbow at aggressive peeps that come chasing after us because the last thing I heard was we were doing a full retreat. Mm-hmm. That is my turn. You are taking a d4 of bleed. Take four points of bleed damage. Lord. And then give me a d- flat check. DC 15 flat check to stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No. 15? Yes. 15. Nice. 15 nice. on the nose. All right. You're no longer... Bleeding. I yell at the blood till it goes back in. <laughs> <laughs> Very apropos. You shout your arm back on. Get in there, you stupid blood vessels. <laughs> Brianna. Brianna is going to fall backwards. Oh no. Ouch. <laughs> I've been hit. And um, I guess we'll move. I don't know if I could like set a conditions like if if um, she moves, I will move with her. 
I don't know how to. Yeah, I'll say that. That's a delay. Or uh, that's a, a, yeah, delay. Okay. You're going to delay your action till. Till after she goes. Till after she goes, yep. Yeah, because I don't want to, like, just sprint off and then have a bit something happen that I have to lumber back again, and I'm very slow, so. <laughs> so the dino, uh, di- dino, dino the Denver sore uh, <laughs> runs away into the trees like you told him to. The boggard, one of the boggards with a crossbow is aiming at you, waiting for Hazel or waiting for the kobold to give you the signal. Temid. So uh, Temid wants to run run backwards. Uh, he wants to run into the to the forest as well. All right. I don't really have anything left as far as healing goes. Let me guys. Let me ask you guys this: Are you going to stay and fight, or are you all just going to retreat? Because if you're just going to retreat, then you know what? Hand-waving. I will say, yeah. I'll hand wave it and say you all escape. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think the yeah. plan is to leave. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you all run out of there, tail between your legs, frightened of the terribleness that is going on in that camp, and you retreat, and this kobold comes with you. After about 20 minutes or so, you guys don't hear anyone chasing after you. You don't hear anything like that. What are you all doing? I think we probably need to rest or oh, try and remove definitely. its bleed. How, how, how do? Yeah, let's, let's Damn it. <laughs> how, how happened? How fixed this hole? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you guys managed to take care of all of that. Uh, with Temid being able to treat wounds and Brianna being able to treat wounds, you guys mm-hmm. can patch each other up. You guys managed to establish a little camp. The kobold with you gives you some anti- greater antidotes to if you are poisoned still or you have anything like that. She also offers some elixir, lesser elixirs of life to top you all off. Nice. And she looks at you and explains that her name is indeed Hezel and she was in charge. She was kept there in charge of the mining operation because people were scared of her alchemy abilities. Oh. That looks like blood magic, not alchemy. Yeah, what is <laughs> alchemy? She looks at you strange. <laughs> she tells you that she has been hired and she uses the word hired very loosely by the Scarlet Triad and to run and maintain this pit where they're mining gold due to its resonance with ancient draconic magic. Her job at the mine was to determine the divine purity of the gold and send it to the main Cinderclaw camp for eventual transport to the Scarlet Triad contacts. She has not had any, she tells you that she hasn't had any personal contact with the triad itself, but she gives you directions to what it, it what she calls the Cinderclaw Fortress. And she warns you, she looks at you and goes, uh, those pillars that you've probably seen are protecting the camp. You should not approach it without first destroying all of them. 
and she gives she on your map look she says give you your map and she rips it out of your hands and Light. on it she marks where the remaining pillars are oh yeah so, oh, nice. i'm gonna transport you to the hex map and i'm going to reveal the last location uh of so I'm going to reveal the locations of the pillars. Okay. And the location of the Cinderclaw Fortress. Ooh. Yay. Yay. <laughs> no more blind searching. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All the good stuff's probably in the darkness. <laughs> I forgot the note of just very stupid frog people. <laughs> Pawn Watcher wanted it on the map, so he put it on the map. Uh, I know. Thank you for annotating the map correctly. <laughs> oh, we were very close before. Yeah. Yeah. We were directly next to one of them. Where you guys are on the map, you know there is a dragon pillar in the pit. You, there is a dragon pillar directly southeast of you. There is a dragon pillar southwest through two hexes. Mm -hmm. The fortress is directly south of that pillar that's in the southwest. And then there is a pillar all the way at the bottom of the map to the southeast. Okay. Okay. So you have three. You're at four, but you have four pillars left to, just, to deal with. And the fortress. As night carries on... I'm actually going to reveal the entire map to you now because Ooh. you know where everything is. Cool. As as the day turns to evening, you make camp safely with the help of Hezel. She tells you that she wants to go back and find her kobold uh, clan that she was a part of that you guys saved and uh, she has no interest in fighting without them. So uh, she thanks you very much. Can we ask her before she goes if she saw Renuli in the camp? Oh, yes. Uh, the spider creature woman thing. Yes. Uh, there's a There was a house that some of the... Or a bunk that some of the monkey people lived in. Uh, she was captured and put in there. Well, we'll have to rescue her then. Well, at least we know where she is. You may also want to check uh, my uh, the the lab that I, I worked in. It's uh, directly north of the of the bunkhouse. In there, if you search and lift up a couple of the floorboards, you should find some potions and more uh, more items that I have stowed and stolen from others. I fear that with you guys with with the retreat you did, they will re stock the camp or repopulate the camp in a few days. So I would recommend moving first thing in the morning. That's fair. She also offers you, if you would like, a plus one crossbow, mm. four wyvern poison darts, Ooh. poison bolts, sorry, poison bolts. That's ominous. <laughs> uh, a plus one dagger. And these aren't plus one striking, they're just plus one. Plus one, correct. Two moderate healing potions. Sounds good. And she says, since you were so kind and saved my 
plan. I would like to offer you this. And she offers you a staff. It is a greater staff of fire. Ooh. It's too bad there's not an arcane caster here. <laughs> I have trick magical item. I, I do that too. Work? Yes. Yeah. I think it'll work. Blood magic. Oh. <laughs> so with that, uh, with that, she leaves and heads uh, oh actually does do you give her directions of where you saw her cobalts nah sure nope. I mean, okay <laughs> no no we will but, but the cobalts they... were just beaten feet though like they weren't sticking around right but she could probably head that direction and maybe find them she doesn't look nearly as sick as they did okay okay uh, unless you have any other questions that you would like to ask Hazel before she waddles off as kobolds do no um no i don't think so what do you think guys no i don't i'm just looking at i mean puntal is definitely looking at uh temid with the mention of the scarlet triad if i remember rightly or remember right he had some interest in them uh and i'm always curious what pond watcher is going to do when there are kobolds around yes <laughs> fair. i feel like that is fair uh, but it is this amount of experience is finally kind of sunk in to Pond Watcher that they're not dragons. They're just very stupid. It sort of true. feels bad for them. So he gives a knowing nod to her as she leaves. But the, All right. So the Scarlet Triad, I, I think I'm just being a little slow and I apologize. Temid isn't going to be as slow as I am. But did we establish, I can't really remember, that the Scarlet Triad is this group that that had uh captured temid in the past uh you're not sure it you you think so because their symbols are very similar to the one symbol you remember right okay but nothing has been officially like yes 100 percent. okay and so and i'm sorry uh hezel uh, do we feel like she's given us as much information as as she's gonna have about them about them yes she okay She's never met them. Right. She was hired and put in charge via the Cinder Claw. So Temid wants to track she... these guys down. Okay. Makes sense. That's his that's yeah. his singular focus at this point. All of that jovial kind of fun guy has left him again. You know, you'll see this every once in a while when he gets con- confronted with this type of situation. Yeah. And he he bec- he becomes very quiet and he's just thinking. He's obviously got that 1000-yard stare. And he, he's crunching some numbers or something in his head and something's, the gears are turning. Okay. 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 So night falls and you all go to bed and rest. And level up. And, and oh, <laughs> unfortunately, you don't level up. However, when you wake up, uh, around the campfire, you see a mug with four mugs around it and there's a piece of paper under one. Do I see Temid nearby? Nope. Um, so Twin Talon will go pull the uh, first to look around like, you know, is somebody waiting to ambush him and then he will mm-hmm. uh, yeah. pull the paper out from the mug and Assuming it says something. As you pull the paper out, you notice that this is the ever-filling mug that Temid... You haven't seen Temid not have since he's been with you, since he's gotten it from the Ikuje. 
And you look down at the note and you see it says, My friends, I don't mean to leave you here to face the darkness on your own, but my own path has reached a fork from yours and I must follow it. I hope you can forgive me. And whenever you raise a glass, know that I'm with you still. Stay safe and blessings of Caden Kalian upon you. Temid. And I was not drunk while I made this. Twin Town will kind of read it. Kind of sigh a little bit and look around. You notice that there is a pair of pristine white gloves also next to you, next to the cups. Do I remember Temid wearing those gloves? Yes. So Twin Town will kind of just walk over to Brianna. So I was going to say, Brianna's probably still stirring, and, and she'll kind of pop up her, her head a, a cloud of mess. Um, I mean, her hair, because let's be honest, she has big hair. And you're like, well, what, what's that? What do you have? Um, maybe you should read it. And I'll hand it to her. And I'll also hand her the gloves. Do the gloves have any, like, indication that they're meant for her? No, um, you remember Temid getting these and telling you that they were healer's gloves? Okay. And no matter how many wounds of your guys' he he stitched up, these gloves would uh, maintain this pristine whiteness. Um, Brianna's hands will shake. I think at this point in time, there's just kind of shock in her face. And I don't think we've really had a chance to... Um, kind of see where where our friends are at with their health and what they're feeling and thinking since Silver was kidnapped. But a peek behind the curtain is that she definitely feels in a way responsible for that. And now that Tamit is gone and she really was starting to have a closer connection um, with him, especially as her, her healing teacher, she just feels guilt all, all over again. But she's she's kind of still just kind of, I think the best way to describe this is just ashen face. Like there's, there's still just shock. It hasn't really registered yet. She'll just kind of hand it back over to Twin Talon, the, um, the note back over to Twin Talon without saying a word. Just kind of have her eyes downcast and kind of shaking. Soraya, as you wake up for the day... You notice that Twin Talon and Brianna are kind of not in their own world, but definitely not all present with you, with the group and everything. And as you roll over, you see a red gauntlet clutching a note of parchment. I will pick up this second note. As you read it, it says, To my companions, I am sorry that I have left you all to deal with the cinder claws on your own. However, I, I feel that it is necessary to find Silver as soon as I can. He knew I was destined for something, and since his disappearance I have not been whole. I, I hope you do not think less of me for this. However, if you do, I would understand. I hope that one day... Our paths will cross again and that we can continue what we have started. Until then, you have known me as Pond Watcher, and I respect you and love you as friends, but 
know that my name is Telelanoth, and that only the very most special people know that, and that one day maybe we will meet again, or I will find Silver dead at the bottom of a well or something, I don't know. But, oh, you know there's gonna be some sort of big dragon and I'm gonna kill it for you. So anyway, uh, I think I'm gonna try to leave because it seems Twin Talon is waking up, so I'm gonna stop writing and run away now into the woods. Uh, goodbye. Pond watch. She takes in a breath and stares at the note for a minute, and her face is a little blank. She's an elf. She's been alive for a while. This is a little more something she's used to, but it's, it's still, it still sucks. <laughs> she really liked hanging out with Pond Watcher and you know, getting to have another elf to hang around. So yeah, she kind of takes a moment, kind of sit there and think about that. And even Jasper kind of hops over and usually, you know, he'd be getting things ready for the day and helping her out. And she's not getting up right away. So it's just kind of like on her leg, looking up like, and after a minute, she'll get up and go over to the other two and see what they're <laughs> dealing with. Timid. Timid left. She, uh... And he'll, he'll pull out the note for her. Unless we swap notes. Yeah, we swap notes. Since he didn't go alone. I'm... I'm not a fan of the Mwangi Expanse. No. I mean, the racist old man was one thing. He was the only person among the group who made fun of my people. And never apologized. Temin and Pondwatcher were like... They were like brothers. And... I can only... I can only hope that they stuck together, or they do stick together, and protect each other, but... At this moment, Brianna will stand up and um, gently push past the two and say, I... I need a moment. I'll, I'll be right back. And she'll go into the tree line and uh, you hear almost rageful screams, sobbing screams. It would, it's, it's one of the two. <laughs> um, but you <laughs> definitely feel like she's not in danger. She's just having some feelings. And with that... We're going to end this session. Fuck off, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Making me feel stuff, you jerk. With our party now down three heroes, what will they do? Where will they go? And how on earth will they save Renuli and deal with these wretched dragon pillars? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of The Cracked Die Podcast. Well, what did I say? This was indeed a doozy of an episode. So I know I don't normally pop in at the end of the episode, but I feel like I had to today. And I just want to thank Anwar and Rich from the bottom of my heart for joining us on our journey this far. As it turns out, life can sometimes get in the way of producing art. And that's what happened here. 
they are still very much welcomed and loved members of our community, of our show, and of our cast. Unfortunately, they've had to step away due to real life. The show will be continuing, so please don't worry about that. Please, if you get a moment, please reach out on social media to let them know how much you appreciated their portrayals of both Temid and Pondwatcher. They will both be missed so much. They brought so much to the group and to the table. You guys don't even know. I will say they're not necessarily gone forever. Who knows when they might pop up again. Also, this episode is a bit of a spoilery episode, so please try not to post anything out there too much without using the hashtag spoilers. With that being said, I'm going to send it to our normal outro. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.